Welcome back to the What I Love About Belle podcast with Hillary Cole. And we actually have Hillary Cole back, first podcast of the year. She's back from all of her travels. Yes. Welcome, Hillary. Thank you. It's, uh, it's good to be home until next week. <laughs> Our last podcast, we had winemaker John Hazak share with us you know, the 2020 wines and his impression of those, which was very positive. Mm-hmm. And um, what is your take on it's, those? Uh, your timing is uncanny. Um, we actually just got scores back um, from, a, from a couple critics on uh, God, six or seven of the different wines. And um, really happy that the same impressions that we've had of the 2020, um, that you know the, the lessons of 2017 being able to, uh, to use those lessons in 2020, um, and our impressions that the, the wines turn out really really great um and you know even without the challenges of 2020 these wines would still be wonderful um but when you put them in the context of the challenges that there were to overcome that vintage it's even more extraordinary so uh we just got our scores back we're we're thrilled that um they're all you know mid to high 90s um and just really uh really happy to see that i'm really happy to see again those lessons from 2017 pay off in 2020 regardless of what a challenging vintage it was um you know for for us we're for our part um you know we still managed to um put out a vintage that we can be proud of and that that fits in the portfolio um of our you know in our library that won't be like "Mm, and then there was this vintage you know know, it, it, it will fit in seamlessly with, uh, with the quality that, that we shoot for. Wonderful to hear. See, January was my annual uh, trip to France. Um, we're going from Paris to Champagne and back to Paris and um, had a great time. It was, it was a lot more wintry there um, this year than it has been the last couple of years. Um, so it's much colder, much more rain, but it's still such a great, I mean, it's still France, right? Um, but what I was not prepared for was to come home and live in a tsunami for the next three months. Like yes. it has been a wet, wet winter, so much rain. Um, and it's funny because the last couple of years, there's been like random decisions that I've made, um, you know, for, for the winery that's just been like, well, you know, we're in a drought, we're not going to have to worry about that. And then as soon as those decisions get put into play, it's like, you know, we have to worry about that. Exactly. <laughs> we have to worry about that. Uh, so it's been, you know, super wet winter. Um, but uh, heading back to Chicago again next week to do um, some dinners out there with some of our clients. And uh, back to France actually next month um, for our cruise with some of our wine club members um, in Bordeaux. Um, so really, really excited for that. I'm excited to... Um, you know, kind of share the Bordeaux region um, with our members who are going. Um, Bordeaux is, is one of my favorites, you know. I mean, what's, with what we do here in Napa, you know, there's uh, so much crossover. Um, and it's really interesting to uh, see some of the reactions that Bordeaux is taking, um, you know, in reaction to climate change um, and, and kind of helping to lead that charge with the, with the wine industry, with the varieties that we work with, you know, in terms of like Cabernet, Merlot, um, and so on. But uh, yeah, I'm very excited to be sharing that with them. And then next year in November um, will be a uh, cruise in Burgundy, going from Burgundy to Provence. So um, 
lots of lots of exciting things. Yes, so those details are out, so wine club members can take a mm-hmm. look and yep. hop on the yep. train there. Hop, hop on the train. There's actually, for the one in November, um, if you book, it's, it's a $400 per person deposit, um, that if you pay that deposit um, by May 31st, um, they have an incredible deal where you book the deposit or, or do your booking and pay your $400 per person deposit by May 31st of this year. Again, the cruise is in November of 2024. Um, and you either get $1,000 per person um, off your cruise or you get a uh, free land trip because the, the cruise is bookended by um, by a three-day land trip. So there's a three-day land trip in the beginning and a three-day land trip at the end in um, Geneva and I believe Lyon, if I'm not mistaken. Um, don't quote me on that. I know Geneva is definitely one of them. Um, but if you book um, and, and pay your $400 deposit by May 31st, you either get one of those land trips for free, which are valued at um, $1,400 and $1,800, or you get $1,000 off your off your cruise, which I think is an incredible deal. Um, so very excited for that one as well. But um, let's see, as far as the summer goes, um, hoping that we're not going to have as rough of a summer as we have winter um, and hoping that it's not going to be anything like next year also, or, or like last year. Um, but we've got our uh, bottling coming up in, in July for uh, you know a couple of the, the wines that we haven't bottled yet since our last one was in March. Um, so wine club members, that's another thing uh, for our wine club members. You know we can we can host up to twelve um, members in two different time slots on both of the bottling days, July fifth and July sixth. Um, so come in and kind of like join us for for bottling and, and see how that whole uh, process goes because you know we kind of think of it like, oh, it's just another day in the cycle of, you know, a grape becoming a glass. Um, and so, so we kind of just, it's just another day for us. But I think back to like the very first time I saw a bottling line, I was like, whoa, you know, so I think it's kind of, um, it'll be fun to be able to, to share that and, and uh, let people see how that process works. Um, so that, that's in July. And then we roll right into harvest after that so busy season busy well season. it certainly is just beautiful in Yonkville spring is here like you were saying the yes. winter ha- was just a long one for for yeah. many so we um my backyard looks like a jungle right now my <laughs> all of a sudden the grass is grown all of a sudden <laughs> and like I have a German shepherd right Fritz is very tall um, and, and a Siberian husky also who looks like she looks like a Pomeranian next to Fritz you know um but all this rain, and you know, you're not able to mow while it's a while it's raining like that. Uh, but about a week ago, I was outside, and it was just like it seemed like overnight um, that my grass is literally taller than than Fritz's, which is I'm really not looking forward to mowing that. I'm like maybe I should just hire someone for that. Yes. <laughs> but uh, it's good to like it's beautiful. It's beautiful green grass, which I haven't seen back there in a while because of the stupid droughts. But um, yeah, there's it's been a it's been an interesting winter so far. And I I noticed um, what got me thinking about that was uh, when I. Got to the winery this morning. Um, you know, usually I always do like a, a walkthrough because I um, I have a hybrid schedule with you know not always working at the winery. Um, and when I when I come back on my Tuesdays, I always like to kind of um, 
you know, walk through the tasting room, walk, walk through the barrel room and the tank room, um, and also out in the vineyards and everything. Um, and just kind of like get regrouped and, and get reengaged here on the property. Um, and I was noticing when I walked, when I was walking around this morning out on the uh, north lawn, all the flowers out there just smell incredible. Like they are so fragrant this year. And, you know, last year it was so hot um and not you know obviously we didn't get the rain that we did and so they're just they just weren't as fragrant last year my goodness this year they're so perfumed it's beautiful it was fun to walk through that this morning we do have uh our next vintage of sparkling wine should be here any day now which is good because we're down to uh you know our last few cases of the uh the blanc de noir um so looking forward to our next uh sparkling wine our Chardonnay, which has been, you know, it, it, it's been really upsetting to a lot of people that, uh, that we've been out of our white wines. But the uh, Sauvignon Blanc will release in May. Chardonnay will release in October. Uh, so we're almost there. Um, and that, that Sauvignon Blanc will go out in uh, the May allocation for those of our members who are in the red and white clubs. Uh, but I highly recommend that uh, if you're one of those people who needs your Sauvignon Blanc and your Chardonnays for those hotter days, or if you're just more of a white wine drinker, stock up, um, because there's only 200 and some odd cases of the, uh, of the Sauvignon Blanc and only 300 of the, um, of the Chardonnay, and those are six packs. So it's actually only like 150 cases of the, of the Chardonnay. Um, and those, those go quick by the time uh, wine club gets a hold of them. So for those of our members um, who like to make sure that you always have those, I highly recommend you stock up. And for those of our clients who aren't necessarily members, um, I definitely recommend stocking up once the once the club has run next month um, or um, consider joining our club to make sure that you always have first access to that and, and as much of it as you like. Um, so that's, uh, that's another thing coming down the pike is, woohoo, we're releasing the Sauvignon Blanc and it's already sold out. Yes. Get your hands on it. Yes, exactly. But the the good news is, uh, you know, for while you're making your summer plans and everything, and, and deciding where you'll go um, while you're visiting Napa Valley, um, if it if it does end up being a brutal summer like last year, you know, we've got the four indoor tasting spaces. I guess five if you count the old one. Um, and it's in, um, you know, it shares the same space as our barrel room. So. It's, a, it's cooler, like you, you will not be sitting out in the 110 degree scorching heat. And it's so, I love walking in here in the summertime uh, because like that, that temperature change from outside to in here, it's like, it's, ah, it's so refreshing. Um, but uh, yeah, so um, while, while you're planning your summer vacations this year, if you're heading to, uh, to Napa, um, you know, we're on talk or you can go to our, uh, to our website at bellwine.com. Or, uh, you know, again, find us at Talk or on, on Talk um, or give us a call. Um, but all of our appointments are private and by appointment only. You know, we try to accommodate walk-ins when we can, but that's not always feasible. Um, but summer is coming and the, those appointments are, are filling up. Um, so definitely recommend get your, um, get your appointments set on the books. And, of course, if you ever need... Um, you know, anybody who ever needs help with, like, where to go and what to do, you know, other wineries to go, where to eat, where to stay, like, always just, just give us a call. It's one of the things that we're here for is to, to help kind of give that concierge service to you. Well, it's certainly beautiful in the Napa Valley, mm-hmm. and Bell is a hidden, you know, special treasure for that wine connoisseur coming to the Napa Valley. Mm-hmm. 
Belle is a must. And so as we end this podcast, what do you love about Belle? No, I think um, it, one of the things that I love so much about this winery is, is our focus on education, um, not only in, in hiring, um, you know, people who are highly educated um, in the topic of wine, um, but also encouraging for their education. And one of the, I don't know, well, you know, we talk about different projects that are going on here all the time. One of the projects that I'm working on now um, is writing a curriculum um, to, you know, hopefully partner up with some of the wine schools, um, but writing a curriculum about all the single clones that we do. Because, of course, Bell is Napa's, you know, leading researcher and producer of single clone Cabernet Sauvignon. And, um, you know, again, those, those, that clone concept is something that we think of more closely related to the Burgundian varietals, to, you know, Pinot Noir and Chardonnay. And a lot of, um, you know, even very seasoned connoisseurs don't necessarily understand what the clone concept is or why it matters, you know. Um, there's each of the clones, whether you're working in Cabernet or Chardonnay or Pinot Noir or whatever your, your variety is that you're working in, um, each clone brings a very specific characteristic um, to what's in the glass. You know, I could have 100% Cabernet Sauvignon um, that... But it still usually is going to be a blend of several different clones, and each clone brings a different aspect and brings a different characteristic. Uh, with us really deconstructing that and bottling them on their own, you really get to understand where do the florals that I sometimes get in Cabernet come from? Where do you know the herbaceous notes come from? Where do the peppery notes come from? And you really get to, when they're bottled singularly, um, understand, like, oh, this aspect of, you know, my favorite Cabernet Sauvignon probably comes from this clone. There, you know, there's probably a fair percentage of this clone and a little bit of this clone. Um, and so, you know, the, just that focus on education and really um, helping people walk out of here with knowledge that they can apply, again, not just to what they're drinking from Bell, but to what they're drinking, you know, out of any wine. Um, and so I'm, I'm really... Uh, I'm excited to uh, be creating this curriculum and, and this course. And, you know, it's something that we kind of already do here at the winery with our single clone uh, tasting. You know, the, the, there is an option to come in and do a tasting where every single one of the wines will be a side-by-side -side tasting of one of our uh, clone selections. Mm -hmm. we, we work with seven um, different single clones. And so um, kind of just taking that tasting and really expounding on it to, to create this curriculum um, and really, um, you know, push the message that, that Bell is, um, you know, yes, we're a beautiful property, um, we're, we're fun to come in and experience the tastings and everything, but we're also very, very um, engaged with wine education, and, and that's something that's very important to us, which me as a, uh, a consummate nerd, of course it's one of the things I love. <laughs> Well, safe travels to you, Hillary, and cheers to spring at Bell. Thank you. For more information, give us a ring or visit our website, bellwine.com.